This is Work of the Beat. It is Friday, May 13th, 2022. I'm Kevin Cooney. Thanks for joining us. It's, a, it's the day after. It is uh, the day after Sixer season comes to an end. And surprisingly for nobody in the second round, but I think it's the way it happened that is the most distressing today. So we'll talk a lot, Sixers. Uh, throw some fills in there. Uh, not exactly a good injury update on Bryce Harper yesterday. We'll talk about that a little more. And I want to save some time at the end. Uh, my partner and I will have some comments on the great Ray Dininger who announced his retirement last week. And Ray has agreed he wants to come back on the podcast. So we're going to have Ray on. Hoping we can get him on before his final show. Mr. Kern, how yeah. are you? Yeah, I reached out to Ray um, also for the, one, for the one that Dick and I do on Saturdays. And I think he's coming on with us in June because he wanted to wait until. Yeah, but he said he would love to come on with us too. I mean, you know, Ray's Ray. And we have to talk Eagles schedule, I think, too, at some yep. point. Uh, you have your wins and losses broken down? No, but I, I was amazed. And I don't understand how. The schedule works all the time. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I know how it works, but it seems to me like they have a very favorable schedule. Yeah, it does. Uh, and I, I didn't know, like, especially early. Well, yeah, but even the whole thing. I mean, because you're playing the AFC South, I guess, right? Which is involves two really bad teams, at least on paper, and then you have Pittsburgh as I guess the game that got thrown in there, right? Because it's 17 yeah. games now. Somehow they must determine. If Pittsburgh was going to play Philly, well, I mean, you know, and that could be a loss, but I'm just saying they're they're not a great team. At least it doesn't look like. But um, no, they kind of rotate it where I think that 17th game is going to be matched up against the team that finished in the same spot you were. Yeah, in, that, that sounds in a right. certain yeah. division. Yeah, but it used to be you would only play Pittsburgh once every four years yeah, because no. that's how it worked. And then you know, I mean, in their division, you know, the Giants and Washington, I think, are still trying to play catch up a little. Doesn't mean they can't. Cause I, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah. when I first look, I mean, they, get, they got Detroit. Mm-hmm. They got. Um, it just seemed to me like it was a relatively better schedule. But I mean, last well, year, look, second half of the schedule last year was so putrid. Yeah, that that's how they wound up. You know, basically going on that long winning streak. Kinda. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. But let's get to the main topic. And Mike, I mean. We'll, you started off because I have a rant I want to go on, but you you started why off. You, why don't you? Well, do no, rant? because I, I I want to hear what you have to say. And I, I well, listen up. I'm going to throw some things at you. First of all, I I the the, the, the Sixers uh, are now one in nineteen in series where they tra- trailed three to two. Okay, this was according to something I saw on a scroll on ESPN. Mm-hmm. The one win. I looked it up. Was in 1955 when, when they were the Syracuse, Syracuse Nationals. Nationals. Yep. In the final, they came back in the final. Apparently, they and they won the final game by a point. But anyway, they have so, never they have never won a series when they've trailed 0-2. But that that's for a lot of teams. Though. I mean, isn't that stat that like when you're when you're 0-2, you you, you win not you lose like 90 percent of the time, right? Yeah. So they're not just the only team. But the more important thing to me is. They've still only been past the second round once since Julius Irving retired. So um, that's too long. And, again, this process that we've been talking about, you know, which is a decade old now, has not gotten you past the second round. And every year it's something. You know, Joe's always – I mean, look, I'm not blaming – I'm not. I, I think the coach is going to get too much of the blame 
And, and I think the way he comes off is stupid on his part. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a minute. Think, right, but I don't think it's all his fault, okay? If you can't get motivated to play that game last night, which obviously they couldn't, something's wrong. I, and I put a lot of this on James Harden because, and I, you know, James Harden talked his way out of Houston, talked his way out of New Jersey, and now gives you that effort last night? Really? No free throws for the first time in his career? And then Joe comes out after. I mean, the post game with the Sixers was better than the game. Yeah, and I have really think about it. Uh, but now I'll just throw a couple more thoughts out here. Sure. I mean, the games, look, yes, you can spend the whole offseason saying, well, Joe wasn't Joe. Okay, I, I get it. His thumb was messed up. His face was messed up. And we don't know how much that affected him because he wouldn't go inside last night. He was up. Okay, fine. And, and so you can tell you can sit there and tell me they would have beat the Heat. I don't think they would have beat the Heat. The Pete, you know, the Heat was but, playing without Lowry. Lowry is not Embiid. I get that. But only, only two Sixer wins were with Lowry in the lineup. Book ahead. <laughs> but yeah, but he but he played like crap. Crap, I mean, right? He couldn't move. He couldn't whatever. Uh, the Bucks are playing without Middleton, who's their second best player, and they're on the verge of maybe getting to the Eastern Conference Final. Um, Robert Williams play, is missing for uh, Boston, who's a decent player for them as starter. Sure yeah. He is. yeah, and 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 in the first series, not I'm, and I'm not comparing this with Embiid being injured. I don't mean, but the Toronto's they were missing a rookie of the year for a couple games. Mm-hmm. They were missing Van Vliet for a couple games, and the other guy was sick for a couple. But anyway, so I don't want to hear about you know nobody thought. I mean, the, the odds were the odds makers put it that way. Even before Joel got his face whacked out, they weren't the Sixers were not going to be favored to beat the Heat. So I'm not saying like the wrong team won or the right team won. What I'm just saying is um, the way they went out the last two games, Kevin. If if as, if you're the organization, you got to be. And the fact that fans were booing you last night and fans were walking out early, that's just you know. Go ahead. You have your rant now. Go ahead. All right. Well, Mike Gill mentioned uh mike gill uh who works out of atlantic city is a good buddy yeah. of ours sure um you know we were talking today about like i i put a few things out there about the process and, and kind of how everything went and he went you know from the from a business standpoint the process was an overwhelming success and the basketball stuff's just the cherry on top and to be bluntly f- frank about it who cares who cares because I don't know one person who follows this team on a regular basis who feels good about the fact that Josh Harris's wallet has exploded over the last decade. I don't. Yeah, but but they care. They. I, I think that was the point Mike was making. Well, that, but but this is this shows. I think what has happened here, and somebody mentioned it today, and I think it was Silsky actually. Um about the fact that they have tried, since Sam Hinkie got let go, they have tried for constant shortcuts. You know? They went and got the more, you know, they went and got the marquee guy, you know, and at the trade at you know the trade deadline in Harden. They went and got the marquee guys in Butler and Harris at that trade deadline. They fired a head coach and they went and got an expensive coach in Doc Rivers. They went and you know they've had all this GM issues. Yeah, they went got an established name in Colangelo, or they went and got a big name in Colangelo. It was tied in with USA Basketball. Then they went and got a big name in, in Daryl Morey. You know, how about freaking what you should have seen last night 
what you should have seen last year, but it doesn't get through their skulls down there, is the idea that it has to be a team-building thing. You just don't throw people together and expect it to work. Yeah, but Kevin, yeah, but they did try to build a team. They had five first-round lottery picks, or and they screwed three of them up. So they did try to build a team, and they got Embiid out of it, and they got Ben Simmons. And it's easy now. Hindsight's a great thing. We can go back there and say they should, whatever. When they went out and got Jimmy Butler, everybody thought it was a great move. It was. It was about, well, okay, well, well, we can't go back now and say, well, they made a mistake. No. When they went out and got Tobias Harris, we all thought those were good moves. And then when they lost to Toronto that year, that was probably the best team they had. And Joe, by the way, didn't play great in that series. No, and he was okay? sick. As Ben was pointing out. But anyway, so now you move forward. And the only – you can't – when Daryl Morey – I don't know how Colangelo got th- – I don't know if he was thrust upon them by the league or if, if that was – whatever. Okay. When Daryl Morey becomes available, okay – I'm not the biggest Daryl Morey fan. I was just going to say, what has Daryl Morey ever won? But okay, well, go ahead. Okay, but tell me who they were going to hire if they did. Were they going to hire Elton Brand? Elton Brand, who went out and gave Tobias Harris and Al Horford big contracts that you had to get rid of one, and now... Well, and, and you know, ultimately, and, you know, I know some people, especially those who, who are big-time processors, they hate when you go, well, you're relitigating the Jimmy Butler thing again. That's the that's the crossroads mistake. No, it wasn't a mistake. No, no, no I'm no, not no. talking about the trade for Jimmy Butler. No, 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 no. The trade of Jimmy Butler Jimmy is a mistake. Butler did not want to be here. Okay, Let, let's not rewrite history. Okay, Jimmy Butler did not get along with Ben Simmons, and at that time in life, Ben Simmons was the better prospect. Let's. Jimmy Butler had issues. He had issues in Chicago. He had issues in Minnesota. He had issues this year with Miami, for crying out loud. They got a fight on the court. But Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler. You take the good and you take the bad. Three years ago, when that trade was made, Ben Simmons was still considered to be Ben Simmons. He hadn't melted down yet. He was still, you know, he was a first. If, now, you can say, well, if you would have traded him, then you would have. But nobody was trading Ben Simmons at that point. It was Joe and Ben's team. The mistake was signing Tobias to the long-term deal and giving him the money that you gave him. But when they traded Jimmy, but yeah, would I rather have kept Jimmy? Absolutely. Jimmy and Ben were not going to coexist. And part of the reason that they got rid of Jimmy also was the fact that the head coach who they would fire a year later in Brett Brown had a relationship with Ben and Jimmy was not the type who was going to be docile and Kevin, just take what, what you co- said, Kevin. No, no, but, yes, but that's, that's Brett, Brett's in there as well. This well, isn't just the Brett. It's Kevin. It's not. Yes, Brett. But it was Ben. Ben was like in his. He had played two years at that point. And we should believe. also point out this is the off season where after the Colangelo burner account was found out, and there was no real GM. But go ahead. Forget, it doesn't matter. You weren't trading Ben at that point, regardless of if Brett Brown was your coach or Doc Rivers was your coach, or Elton Brand was your coach, or I was the coach. They were not trading Ben Simmons at that point. They were about to give him a max contract, or whatever, a year later, whenever they gave it to him. That was not the issue. The issue was, could Ben and Jimmy coexist? And the answer was no. Whether whoever was the coach, okay? And the fact that Brett was kind of tied with Ben, maybe the Toronto series, 
they were giving the ball to J Jimmy at the end of games. Ben didn't want that. So it was not a, a Brett Brown decision. It was a Jimmy versus Ben decision. And they chose Ben as every team in the league would have. And three years later, it's easy to look back and say, well, look what Ben is now. Yeah, that's wonderful. But he wasn't that three years ago. He wasn't that guy. Okay, he was just a guy who wouldn't shoot the ball. That's all he was. So you, we can't play that game. Where this franchise screwed up, it's two things. One is they gave Tobias, the Ben thing turned into a bad thing, but that's the way it is. Giving Tobias Harris all the money they gave him was stupid. But they did, because they had to, because unless they got rid of him too. And when they drafted Markel Fultz was the screwy moment of this whole thing, because if they had taken Jason Tatum, we wouldn't be having these discussions right now, but they didn't. So, you know, and then Ben goes sour and and on and on and on and on. And now you're here where you're at. And yeah, you got issues because, you know, well, you got you got four good players, is what you got, basically, because you got the four core guys. Mm -hmm. Tobias makes 35 million a year, which is way too much for what he provides. You got Harden, who who, as Ben said so eloquently last night, is not the Houston Harden. You've got Maxi, who's an up-and-coming Pretty good player, but he's still 21 years old. And you got Ben, who, who, God bless him, gave everything he had this year, but he's always hurt when it counts. Through no fault of his own. He, you know, he didn't hit himself in the face. You mean um, Embiid? Embiid, I'm sorry. Um, but, again, this is what you got. Everybody else on that team, other than those four guys, is even Thibel. I, 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 so, but you know... So that's that's where they're at. But Mike, so uh, uh, but what I think this all leads to is a deeper organizational problem. Okay, they have a bunch of people who are in that organization who think they've and I, this isn't necessarily on the basketball like game staff stuff. This is above it. This is general manager to owner who believe that they've reinvented the game who think they perfected the sport, who think that they've done something and they haven't done crap. Oh, I don't think they, Kevin, look, I, I know you you go off about, all, and we say the same thing about the Phillies during the Clentac era. You know, we could say probably the Flyers. I don't pay enough attention to the Flyers, but we could probably. Well, they're a little, on, they're a little meeker right now, Howie, but go ahead. Right, and we've gone off on Howie Roseman how many times? But here Howie And I'll is, give this, Howie at least has a ring. <laughs> That, that's fine. But all I'm saying is I don't think the Sixers sit in their offices and say, my God, we made the second round again. No, I think they want to win as badly as anybody else. Now, they might go about it the wrong way, but when they hired Doc, nobody in Philadelphia said that's a bad hire. Nobody. There was nobody that came out and said, oh, my God, you're hiring Doc Rivers, really? So now two years later, we can't just sit there and say, boy, that was horrible. You know, because you can't always do that. It's like when the Flyers hired Vigneault. It's a great hire. Hey, you went out and got Vigneault, and then two and a half year later, you know, years later, he's gone. Okay. So the Maury thing, I, I look, Maury was a guy. I'm not the big the Maury guy. His biggest problem is his allegiance to Harden, which, you know, now. Which we'll get into in a second. Yep. Right. But, but I can't sit here and, and look at Sixers moves and say, I mean, I, I wasn't thrilled when they hired Elton Brand because I was like, well, what else was Elton Brand done? But again, you know, there's a lot of teams in the league that would have Doc Rivers as the coach. 
whether they're right or wrong, I, I don't know. So, so, again, I don't think the management sits up there and, and says, we're proud we made the second round for the fourth time. No, I think they want to win, and maybe they don't know how to go about it. But when you put Doc Rivers in charge and the team plays like it did the last two games, is that a Doc Rivers problem? Yeah, it is. Is that a player problem? Oh, well, no. 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 That, that, he looked so feeble last night, Mike. That's with, fine. With that, it, with that please point, play hard, please. At some point, Kevin, I'm just telling you, do I think Spolster's a really good coach? Yes. Do I think at some point you got to motivate yourself? If those guys on the Sixers need a coach to motivate them to play either in game five or game six, then something's wrong. Okay. I'm just telling you. As a competitor, as an athlete who's going to sit there and cry when the game's over, if you're going to go out and give the kind of effort they gave last night and then at the end of the game afterwards say, well, we weren't focused. Whoa, 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 whoa. what is that? I'll give, them game, I'll give them game five against Toronto. That was a turkey of a game, but they were up three to one. They were up three one. They came out and laid an egg, but then they won. And you knew they weren't going to lose the series, but whatever. The last two games. You know, so is Doc Rivers supposed to go in there and put a cattle prod up somebody's butt and say, hey. No, but how about making off? some adjustments? How about, like. That's different. That's a whole different argument. If you want to tell me that Spolster out coach Doc, I'm with you. But what I'm trying to tell you is those guys had no energy. They quit. They, you know, they're, they're down. That's not on Doc. That's on them. And when they got to look in the mirror, could you see, you saw. Um, Tobias last night when he was talking. Yeah. And he, he just looked like he was ready to cry. He knew. He knew he played like crap. Joe knew he played like not to, And Joe had extenuating circumstances. If uh, Harden's the guy I worry about because yeah. I don't think Harden well, really cares. Let, let's get to, let's get to, this is Doc, this is, this is Doc Rivers last night to our buddy Howard Eskin um, regarding his own job security, which we found out later today, was okay. Have you thought about job security? I don't worry about my job, Howard. I think I do a, a terrific job, and if you don't, then you should write it because I worked my butt off to get this team here. When I first got here, no one picked us to be anywhere. Uh, and again this year, the same thing. So if that's how anyone feels, write it, and I, I'm going to feel secure about it. That's such a load of crap. <laughs> this idea that you know, nobody picked us to go, be anywhere when I first got here. Is a load of crap. You heard that, right, Mike? Yeah, and 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 the guy, look, he coached and they finished first last year. We all thought that was a great thing. Mm-hmm. They lost to Atlanta. If they, if they, I mean, th- think about this: if Game Seven against Atlanta had gone differently last year, if they'd won the game, if if Ben had dunked the ball, whatever. We won't be having a lot of these conversations, I don't think, even if they lost in the next series. Uh, but they did. They lost. And, and, and they only finished, if I'm correct, like two games out of the number one seed this year. I think they finished two or three games maybe without playing with Ben half two-thirds of the year. So I understand where he would, you know, <clears throat> the part about no expectations, I, I that, that part he loses me a little bit because, but I don't think anybody last year was necessarily picking them to finish first in the East. I'm not sure where people were. I'd have to go back and look at, at the odds, but I don't think they were the favorites. And, and people should remember that the reason they bombed out the way they did in the bubble was the fact that, it, it, you know, Simmons had gotten hurt. Right. Uh, and Beeb was healthy. 
But I mean, yeah, but they were, but again, they, but, but, it, but it was a mismatch. It was, yeah, you know, Horford was out or they, they got rid of Horford. They had, you know, they, this, had this is where work. Doc, this is where Doc screws up and, and Doc is, and I think there's a certain, never pick a fight with Eskin. He, I just think that he's got a real, he, he's been coming back at people. He just, he's got to be careful what he says. If he wants to say, I, I, I think. When he says nobody expected anything else, just shut up. Don't say that. Don't and then don't say the part about I think I've done a really good job. Just leave that. Go- just say hey, look, you know, say you guys, you guys don't think I'm doing a good job. Write it. Um, we finished first last year. You know, we, whatever. Doc just goes too far sometimes. Where and and Doc, look, Doc was voted one of the top fifteen coaches in the history of, of the NBA. He's got every right to sit there and think he's a great coach. He's got a ring on his finger. He's going to wear. I don't think he's a great coach, but neither do I think he's as bad as as some people make him out to be. But you know, it, it is what it is. He's going to come back, I guess, if, if that's what Maury's saying. And you know, and, and there'll be. A, I mean, look. I mean, will they be a good team next year? I don't think they're going to fall off the face of the planet, right? Here, but here. again, I don't know what Harden is going to be like. You know, all I keep hearing is, well, he's going to have an off season to get his hammy. In. Right. I, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Here's what da- I saw last night. That was inexcusable, right. Kevin. Here's Daryl Morey on Doc Doc Rivers. You know, it hurts to have up wrong one. Daryl, uh, it's a question I get a lot. I thought you were supposed to raise your hand. And I then- did. Previously. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, okay. just a second. I'll, yeah. I'll do it when I ask the second one. Yeah. Uh, it's a question I get a lot, and it's a tough question to ask. But can you assure uh, the people of Philadelphia and us here that the head coach will be a, will be back next year? Yes. There. So that's that's that. Um, and Maury did mention about how this could be a learning experience for his team. You know, it hurts to have to lose to them, but they, you know, they really they really went out there and took it. And uh, we need we need some of that toughness. Uh, we need, you know, a lot of what we saw from them. And look, we can do it. Um, we've got a lot of resources. Um, we've got a lot of flexibility. Josh and David give us, you know, every ability to um, go out and do what we need to do. And that's why right now hurts a lot because. We know the fans' expectations, our own expectations for ourselves. Everything's being provided, and we did not achieve what we want, which is a championship. All right, so he it's, it's all it's all. Why, why do we even play these things? What 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 do we think that Daryl Moore? It's like Kate Scott. I love Kate. Look, I've learned to appreciate Kate. She goes on last night after an Amy. Yeah, I was I was gonna I was gonna I was and, gonna go into this. What, what what is Kate going to say? She's employed by the Sixers. So she basically says, oh, I think they're going to be bright in the contention next year with two. Fine. What do you think Daryl Morey is going to say when they ask him that question? What is he going well, to say? Well, no, we stink. I don't know what we're going to do in the offseason, guys. God, I'm saying, no. no, he's going to say we're going to learn from this. We're going to the, – the, the part that, sh- that, that should, should disturb everyone is when they talk about Miami's toughness and Miami's grit and what Miami brought to the equation. Well, what you think you're going to learn that in the off season? Well, that's part one. Part two is he talks about the resources and the flexibility they have, and they have neither. Well, they have no yeah, financial. I... They have no financial resources. They're fifty million over the cap. 
Well, he can say anything. Well, I'm guessing. And if they're talking about bringing in veterans on the minimum, well, then you're going to get a lot more DeAndre Jordans. Yeah, and, and who's going to want to come? I mean, look, I think a lot of this centers around getting rid of Tobias, to getting rid of that contract. Whether you can do that or not, I have no idea. But I still only put that, you at the cap, by the way. Well, but if saying, Harden opts in. But if you do, well, yeah. But if you do that, you're going to lose one of your four core players. So, mm-hmm. you know, somehow now what they're talking about, you know, perhaps Harden does some kind of thing like Chris Paul did in Phoenix where he takes less money, but you spread it over, whatever. I don't know if I want James Harden two or three years from now. I don't know. If, I don't know if I want James Harden next year. At this well, point. they're going to have him next year because that there's nothing unless they trade him. Because he's going to opt in for his forty-seven million. I mean, he's not going to not no, do no. That. He would be stupid not to. Well, unless he wants a long-term deal. If, you know, if he but, plays next year and, and stinks, he may not get that long-term deal. So, but, but Mike, there's no market for him for a long-term deal right now either. No, no, I agree. But what he might do is go to Sixers and say, "Hey, look, not that he'll get two fifty, maybe, but he'll say, hey, give me the three years or, or four years or whatever, but I'll take less money.'" Um, you know, because he doesn't want to bet on himself. I, I I don't know, but I don't know where the Sixers think that, you know, Danny Green won't probably be here, and he's hurt anyway. Yeah, so. he tore his ACL. They got Moss for two more years. Mm-hmm. I don't give one flying hoot about Moss. Tell me who else on that bench or that team that you want. George George gave you good effort, right? Niang? Um, yeah, he gave you some good efforts the last couple games. Yeah, right? but I, I if I can move on, I would. No, no, I was being facetious, oh, Kevin. He uh, stunk. Oh, I mean, I but I mean, he, he is, had zero. He had a he decent had... season, but I would move on. Whatever. Uh, you I'll... can't. You're not winning with it. You you need. If they're talking about, look at the guys that he was kind of talking about with with right. Miami. I and I would say, say this... I would say a guy I would keep, and this sounds strange, but I would put Paul Reed in as a backup center. I mean, so you're not. Well, spending he can't. A lot he of... can't be your backup center, but that's okay. He's too small. He'll foul out of every game in six minutes. So okay, um, but. You could try to go out and sign Drummond again, but that's going to cost you money. Money. I'm not spending a lot of money in that spot. I'm just not. I'm just saying, but if if you've got to have somebody, you can't have Joel playing 40 minutes. I'll tell you the first person I'd unload right now, and you're selling low. I get it. Matisse Thibel, see you later. Probably. But again, you you, you know, then you got to find a defensive player. I mean, you know, we can talk about letting all these guys go. Right now, they have. They have the MVP of the league. They have one of the best players in the league. Okay, I get that. They have a guy who looks like he's on the downside of his career who maybe can still be an all-star kind of player, but you don't know. And they have a rising star in Maxi. You have a rising star in Maxi, and they have a, a good soldier in Tobias if he's still here. What do they have? They have no two. What does every other team in the NBA have? Look at the teams that are playing. They have no they have shooters. T- they, have, they have tough. They have no shooters. They have no and shooters have and no, 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 you know. They have no two-way players. They have no guys that play both ends of the court that are wing players. They don't have those guys. And Embiid mentioned last night about, well, we need a guy like P.J. Tucker. It's almost like they find one of those type of guys every year that they hook on to. Oh, we got to get, you know, one year they need a shooter, so they got Danny Green. and One year they need this, and one year they need that. Yeah. I mean, for shouldn't team, you? Th- it's so close. It's, it's like when the Eagles yeah, talk. Yeah, for one or two players away, they're, they're four yeah. or five players away. Right. But it's like the last few years we've heard this with the Phillies. Well, we're, we're this guy. We need mm-hmm. this. We need this. We need this. But we're contenders. The Eagles will tell you the same thing. Well, we, we need this and this and this and this and this. But we're contenders. Well, okay, fine. But when you when you need five things or six things, 
you know, that, that usually means you're not a contender. Um, you know, and you look at teams like, like, like it's, it's amazing. So they get rid of Horford, and now he's like one of Boston's best players, <laughs> which is, you know, you're sitting there watching the series, and you're like, oh, really? That, that, that was the Al Horford that we had? And they play, and you got to remember, the Sixers play with a guy that nobody else really has in Joel Embiid. Yep. And Joel doesn't like to play low. Nope. He would rather play outside. But no other team has a Joel Embiid because Jokic isn't a Joel Embiid. Giannis isn't a Joel Embiid. There's no other team. So the Sixers have to play differently than a lot of teams play. Um, and that's not always easy. It's not because that's not what the NBA is these days. It's right. not, you know, so they're trying to do it a different way than other teams are. I mean, if you just look at the Sixers and look at the at the Heat and you just size them up man per man, the Heat, it doesn't, you know, are the Heat that much better than the Sixers? I mean, I, I don't like it. And the four teams at the top of the East were only separated by th- by two or three games, so they're all pretty much the same team. Um, but somehow it just seems like the Sixers aren't as close as losing in a six game series to Miami would suggest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're. I know that's not fair because Embiid didn't play the first two games, so you know. But I, I mean, like, like where do you go? Like, I, I don't know. Do you think when we're sitting here next November, we're going to be sitting here saying, I mean, I still think I could be saying the Sixers are one of the best four or five teams in the East. Yeah, I don't think they're going to fall off the face of the earth. Yeah, I'm not sure I see a team that's, you know, coming from behind, at least. Well, I mean, you might get it, you know, this year. Maybe maybe Toronto. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I mean, I don't think the Bucs are going anywhere. Although, you know, Holiday's getting a little older. I don't know, Middleton. I mean, the Celtics will probably be good. The Heat will probably be good. Um, Toronto, you know, probably will be good. Um, you don't know what moves other teams will make. But, uh, you know, I, I don't see many scenarios where we go into next season where the Sixers are one of the, the top one or two teams in the betting-wise in the East. And I don't know what that means. And the other thing, Kevin, is, you know, Joel had a great season this year. He played 60-some games. Yeah. I mean, he, he did everything until he got – how many more seasons are we going to get out of, out of Joel? And he's and he's closing in. You hate saying it this way. He's also starting to close in on thirty. And isn't his? I saw this the other day, and you can tell me if I'm. They say he's signed, but only through next year. Well, I think I think he could get, rip it up then for the supermax or oh, something okay. like that. Okay, I wasn't sure. I'm just okay. No, but I mean, let's be honest. I don't know if this has crossed your mind. It's crossed my mind in the last twenty four hours. When does Joel Embiid look around and go? I want to win a ring. It ain't going to happen here. How long yeah. away? Or, or how far away are we on this? I don't. Well, I don't think they look. When you lose in the second round over and over and over again, yeah. But again, by, by the same token, you know you're losing a six game series in which your guy didn't play the first two games. Uh, you looked horrible at the end, but I don't have a good answer. I mean, I think Joel Mike, likes it. Mike, they had all the momentum after game four, and for them to come out the last two games is the worst part of it. Yeah, but I didn't think they were I didn't think they were winning game five. In no way. You I, could, it was funny. But but I'm you would saying. agree. You would agree if the, okay, it's one thing to lose to the Heat. It is. I mean, it's there's not a shame being a four seed losing to a one seed. No. And that one seed's not bad. No. Okay. Um, You're right. But it's the way it happened. 
I mean, that was a nine-point game last night. That really felt like a 20 to 25 yeah, point all game. the games in their playoffs, none of them were close. The losses and the wins, except for the game where game Joe four. hit the shot. Well, right. no, well, no, no. Game four, game four here wasn't Every other was game was almost yeah. a double-digit game. Or they were. Okay, but, like, I was listening to the morning show one day after they won game four. Mm-hmm. And John Johnson was talking to Morgani, and they, they said, uh, and Al could not believe that the Sixers were fit, were three-point underdogs. He goes, that's stupid. That's No, Al, this is the way the world works. And I respect, look, I like Al. But, no, Miami was going to be favored in that game, and they were going to win game five. I didn't think the Sixers were going. Now, did I think the Sixers were winning game six? Yes, I did. I thought it was going to go to game seven, and they probably were going to lose game seven. But, you know, did I think the game was going to go to get way the game went? No, I, I I didn't expect that, but you know, we we in Philadelphia, everybody tends to overreact to every game, and you see a game, and you go, oh okay, it's going to catch. No, if anything in the NBA, if anything, these playoffs have shown us, it's that one game almost has nothing to do with the next game. It's kind of like mean, the, it's it, kind of like it, this in the NHL. The NHL yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it in the Dallas uh, Phoenix series. We've seen yeah. it in the Boston the Boston Milwaukee series is the only series. That's kind of the games have been close. They, they, it could have went either way a right. few times, um, but yeah, this is sports. This is how sports work. Just because the Sixers won two games at home and looked good doing it, didn't mean they were going to Miami and winning Game Five. So, um, so the next question is moot because of the fact that we have Daryl Morey's answer now. And now wrap up the Sixer segment on this. If I put you in the GM or President of Basketball Operations, whatever the formal title is, see, would you have made a coaching change? I don't know because, uh, A, they owe him some money, which, you know, I, I don't know how much $10 million means to an ownership group. Two, how dedicated stock to staying. Excuse me? What was how, that again? How dedicated. One thing I would like to know if I was the president of basketball operations, you know, when those rumors leak out about him and the Lakers, that does make me worry that he's looking for something Yeah, yeah but who's leaking the rumors, Kevin? Oh, it could be his agent. It could, it could be Nutman sitting in his house in Northeast Philly. Well, I, mean, I don't know. It, now, it, with Shams and Woj getting it, I, that's fine. But if that that's a whole different. If Doc doesn't want to be here, and he goes to them and says, "Would you let me out of my contract?" That's a whole different scenario. But that, but apparently, I I have to believe yeah. that Doc hasn't done that. Yeah, and with him, uh, with him and Rivers sitting, or with him and Maurice sitting together today, Rivers had to have probably let it be known he's going to be here. So right, so so he's going to come back. Uh, I don't think he'll get fired during the season because I don't think that I think the Sixers will probably be a 50 win team next year, barring something stupid. Uh, and if they don't get past the second round of the playoffs next year, I think they'll probably move on. But they may be moving on from Daryl Morey, too, for all I know by that point. I mean, crap, they could know, be moving on from the whole crew. Well, I mean, if this look, if this Harden thing gets screwed up in the next year or two, uh, you know, and all of a sudden Harden's mm-hmm. a 16 point scorer. Making fifty million a year or something like that. Yep. You know, at some point, Daryl's going to have to answer for that. And all those questions that you were asking before about how do you fill in all these spots? Well, that's Daryl's job now. Yep. And how he does it, I have no flipping clue because you're telling me they have no cap space, right? Is that? Oh, I mean, they, they they would only really be able to give veteran a veteran. Are the the veterans coming in here like the veteran minimum, which is three four million dollars? It's not. Well, what about what about if they okay? So if they lose Danny Green's contract, 
they're still they're still over yeah but they're still 40 million okay. over the okay. cap what now if they, what if they, they could have i don't know if that gives them the mid-level exemption at that point right. but what if they trade tobias well then if you're losing green and you're trading tobias but you got to get 30 you got to get uh you got to get within 15 percent of his salary back right yeah right so okay yeah, and there, no, just, uh, unless a te- unless a team has cap room that that can absorb the whole yeah. thing, which I don't yeah. think any. And I mean, I, and here's like, the, and here's I hate saying it this way. He was arguably your second best player during the playoffs. Who was Tobias? Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying, and, and like I, I like Tobias. First of all, I think he's a great. He seems like a great guy, and and I think he gives what he's got, but he's just so miscast. As now, you know, next year, does Maxi take another step up? I don't know. Um, does Harden, you know, does his hammy get better? Does his, does he get in better shape? Uh, <laughs> and it's like no, saying I'm, I'm getting in better shape. No, but I'm, I'm serious. I mean, somebody is, I don't know if it was Kendrick Perkins or something like brought this up today. It says he basically, when he wanted to leave Houston, he just let himself go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when he wanted to leave New Jersey, he let himself go, which is why. And and he has this 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 reputation as a guy who you know after a bad loss or a bad win he's out of the club at two in the morning. Yeah. Now I don't know this. I'm not at the club with him. So, but it just seems to me that if you see Harden's reaction to last night, yeah, that was concerning. Too much into it. Uh, and you it see, that was very nonchalant. But, right, but if you see Embiid's reaction compare, and I'm not sure that Joe is all on board with Harden. No. I, I'm I'm just not sure. No, that comment that comment he had, I actually had it here, but I won't play it. Um, well, when you come out after Game Six and say, well, "I wish Jimmy was still here," I mean, really? How, my, about, how how would you like to be? How would you like to be Bam Ibato and 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 here? I wish I was still on his team. Well, yeah, but he goes into the locker room and and then he did say, "I'm glad I'm with Miami," but you know, he just goes in and say, "Hey guys, I just said that, yeah, whatever." But how do you think Harden? Not, not maybe Harden doesn't care. How do you think Harden feels when he hears that? Well, that was more when he hears, when he hears Joe's comment. No, when he hears Joe's comment. No, I'm saying I would, but I would say, I would say Harden wasn't here. Like it wasn't like Harden was part of that equation to keep him here. Or not. I understand. I get it. Uh, so but, I would but, say uh, that would be more. I think Tobias would have to be. be well, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. To but yeah, I'm sure Tobias feels better because it it is more of a Tobias. It's more of a Tobias Jimmy thing. Uh, but it's not because Jimmy wasn't coming back here. It, people got to get people got to get that through their heads. I, I, Mike, I, I we respectfully not, disagree. I think I think it was there was a choice that had to be made. No, but Jimmy it made was, the choice. You're, you're Jimmy, I think wanted to be back here. No, he didn't. Jimmy Kevin, said it wrong. again last night. Kevin, you're wrong. If go back and read the stories that were written at the time, Jimmy did not want to play with Ben. Well, he did not want to play, and Ben did not want to play with Jimmy. So if the Sixers went out and gave him a contract, <clears throat> Ben would have been mad, and Jimmy would have been mad because they would have been in game. F- they, the, 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 so they Jimmy, tied their horse to the wrong stable. No, they had. I think they had no choice. Okay, they, they had Ben. Ben was the number one pick in the whole draft, and three years ago, Ben was an All Star that nobody knew was a nutcase. Okay, we didn't know Ben was going to be the guy who was going to pass. And let's the let's make no mistake, Jimmy's a nutcase in a different way. Yes, he is. But again, Jimmy made that choice, and he's and, and I mean, if you want to say what would the Sixers look like right now if they had Jimmy and Bead and and the guy from Boston, yeah, they'd be yeah, that'd be great. But that was not 
the, 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 well, the Sixers uh, were not true. The, the Tatum, the, uh, let's also set the record straight. They traded to get Fultz, and Boston. Well, they moved up one spot. Well, they moved, yeah, from two to one. And which we call it was Tatum, which we call it was take a Tatum anyway. But the Sixers could have taken Tatum at one. I don't think Boston makes the trade if they think the Sixers are taking Tatum. They must have known that they no, want to fold. I agree, but that doesn't mean the Sixers had to take them. I mean, the Sixers were the ones who fell in love with faults. So yeah, but I think I think the Sixers made it known that they were so hot and heavy over faults that they were going to take. That's them over fine, Tatum. but I know. still it's. It's the then, then you just I, I, in other words, I don't think Danny Ainge had any intention. Okay, Danny Kevin, Ainge me, had no intention of taking Markel Fultz. Let me ask you a question: If the Sixers were so convinced that the Celts were going to take Tatum, why would you make the trade? Because they're morons. Okay, but I'm just trying to explain I, to you that yes, I agree. Boston wanted Tatum. I get it, but I'm just saying is the Sixers didn't have to take Fultz. I. They, they, you know, they didn't have to. Nobody had a gun to their head saying take Fultz. I didn't know Tatum was going to be this good. I'm, but that's not my job. I'm not the guy scouting college basketball to figure out what the upside of these guys are. All right, let, let me move on here. Um, yeah. Phillies are three and one on this road trip as they uh, continue in Los Angeles on Friday night. No Clayton Kershaw they'll face this weekend because Kershaw goes on the DL today or the IL today. Excuse me. Um, but the Phillies news yesterday wasn't exactly well. One, they blew a seven-one lead, still one nine seven. Uh, but Bryce Harper's not going to play the field for another month. So what? Uh, and this type of an injury, they're going to try PLP treatment, which is the pla- uh, platelet uh, plasma that sometimes can help with healing mm-hmm. on ligaments like this. If not. There is a chance he could need Tommy John surgery, and that would effectively end his well, season. Well, that's a big deal. Yeah. But the, the fact that he's not playing the field, I don't give a crap. What, what do I care if Bryce Harper's in right field? Um, I, know, I, I, I know, Kevin, I, I, Bryce Harper's playing on my team because of his bat. That's what he's doing. He hit a home run last night. He knocked in another run. I think he had three hits. No. The, the, the Phillies should thank God that the DH came into the National League. Because otherwise, Bryce would have missed almost the whole season so far. But if he can't ever play right field this year, if he can hit and do what he's doing at the bat, bat number three in the lineup. Now, the Tommy John surgery changes everything. Because I mean, then- that ligament is one that is used in Tommy John surgery. Now, could yeah. Harper just decide he's going to be a full-time DH for the rest of his the rest of the year? Yeah. Yeah. But if he has to undergo Tommy John surgery... That then lingers into another year, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I don't know what a Tommy John surgery does for a non-pitcher. I I, I don't like I I don't know. Well, you would have I'm to immobilize your arm for a bit, yeah. Right, but what I'm saying to you is, I don't care if Bryce Harper's playing right field for the next month, and I don't see Castellano play right field. So what? They'd both be in the lineup anyway. Only Bryce would be the, the right fielder, and he'd be the DH. So what's I, I, this is yeah, not but it, it does weaken you like on days when you would like to have Real Muto be a DH or so it messes you up. It messes you up yeah. defensively with with well, Schwarber okay, yeah. and and Castellanos as but opposed Bryce to Harper and, still in your lineup. So you know yeah. from that standpoint, yeah. I mean, is it is it something you don't want to see happen? Sure. And but, and by the way, I should point out the 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 Tommy John surgery thing that has not been an official like they've said this. 
But that ligament is the one for Tommy John surgery. So that's why I would be concerned if I was somewhere, someone with the Phillies. Well, of course you're concerned because you don't want to see your $30 million MVP outfielder, you know, um, having an arm problem. But if he can hit and hit home runs and not knock in runs, you know, you live with it until the news gets bad. And, and, you know, I don't know if the news, how bad the news is going to get. Maybe it is going to be what you're saying it is. And then, but I, I will bet you that if they tell Bryce Harper, you can play the rest of the season and, and we'll do something after the season, I would bet you he does that. And again, like you said, that means you can't make Riamolto a DH some days. It's a small tear in his UCL. Yeah. Um, I'm not a doctor, so I, I, you know, but I know, I, I mean, last night, you know, from what I've seen from him at the plate, it doesn't seem like it's affecting him with a bat in his hands. And I find that really funny. That you can't throw, but you can swing a bat. I mean, I, 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 you know, again, I'm, you know, I'm not a doctor, but um, they, they should thank God the DH is in because if this was an injury without the DH, this would not be good. You know, because you'd be sitting your best player, you know, for at least a month or whatever it is, or you know, but um, yeah. There, I mean, so the question is, how is he going to react to the to the shot? He's not going to be in the lineup on Sunday. He won't be in the yeah, lineup. On, I don't know on, on I, Tuesday I, when they get back home. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's a good question, but you know, I mean, I guess this is why they went out and fielded a softball team. So you know that they they can, if God forbid, they have to play a few weeks without him or a couple games without him. You know, they still have enough bats in the lineup to. Um, I mean, you look at their lineup, and I, I know Schwarber isn't hitting crap, but I mean. I mean, look at the guys they throw out there. I mean, Schwarber, Castellanos, the third baseman, the third baseman, Segura. I mean, they got guys that can hit the ball. Um, Problem but, is, it's not consistent. Well, they're not a consistent team. That's, I mean, but, you know, I mean, they've gotten good pitching lately. Out in, I mean, Noel's pitched great, and he, and he has nothing to show for it. And now Wheeler's had, like, two or three good starts, and he had a good start last night coming off the COVID. Um and they'll get F one back probably in the next couple of days. And yeah, I, I don't hold my breath on that. But it, but I'm, I'm just saying they're an inconsistent team. That's what they are. That's and and you know I mean uh, I mean I looked. We talk about Girardi like we talk about Doc Rivers. He leaves um what's his name in last night to face five hitters, and the guy had nothing. Alvarado. Alvarado. Oh my god! I was long asleep, Mike. I was listening. <laughs> Fransky's great, by the way. I, I will say, Stocker. Stocker's Stocker, not bad. He's not bad, but, man, he said some things last night that really confused the crap out of me, but it was mm-hmm. 2 in the morning, so maybe that had something to do with it. But Fransky is so good because mm-hmm. Fransky, he doesn't give you that homerish crap. He just gives it to you like it is. And He wasn't you know, telling you they were one or two players away? Well, he, he said he said something at one point, like when Alvarado, you know, he said there's nobody warming up in the bullpen, and he said it kind of like, why isn't there somebody warming up yeah. in the bullpen? Um, you know, and then a little, a little of LA has rubbed off on Scott. Yeah. They should have lost the game. I mean, they really did get lucky. Um, it would have been their second seven, one blown lead, you know, in a week, but they won. So, Hey, you know, it's, um, it is what it is, but I think they're going to be a team all year, Kevin, that's going to drive you nuts. I think they're going to have times when they play well and everybody's going to get all excited. It's going to be like Sixers. We're going to get geeked out, you know, and the train's going to be running and we're all going to want to hop on the train. And then there's going to be times where you're going to go, my God, really? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to question the manager because that's, you know, and, and I, I think 
you know, I mean, you know, and I know, if they don't make the playoffs this year, he's gone. Because um, he doesn't have another year on his contract. To well, it's back. an option. It, there ain't no option. There ain't no that. option. I mean, if they make the playoffs or they win the division, yeah, if they make the playoffs, I think that would probably be enough to bring them back. Right. Depending on how, how and especially maybe if they win a series or something. But, um, all right, let me. It could be a weird summer, boy. Let me uh, let me get to the Eagles uh, real quick. Schedule released, obviously. Um, I'm going to run down it lightning quick here. Detroit week one at Detroit. Uh, Minnesota, a Monday night game. They have five prime time games at Washington, then Jacksonville, then at Arizona, then Dallas at home on a Monday on a Sunday night. Get their bye week seven. Steelers home week eight at the Texans on a Thursday night. Then the Commanders uh, at home, at Indy, then Green Bay here for a Sunday night game, Tennessee at home, then the Giants, Bears, and Cowboys, three straight road games. That Cowboy game is on Christmas Eve, a Saturday. Uh, then they finish with the Saints and the Giants at home. Mike, the, the one thing I noticed, and I notice is looking ahead a lot, Boy, those three straight road games. You hate seeing that, and especially in December. And the Dolphins the Dolphins have three straight road games, and the three straight road games are Chargers, San Francisco, and um, the, 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 Rams? Uh, uh, no, it's, it's an East Coast team. Oh, Buffalo. That's their three-game stretch. In, in about the same time, you – so don't tell me about the Eagles' three-game stretch. They got the Bears in that three-game stretch. Yo, dude. The Bears and they got the Giants in the three-game stretch. Too. Right now, look on paper. I, I mean, I would tell you right now that the, their numbers nine and a half. I would bet the over mm-hmm. because the schedule looks doable. Now, a lot of this all depends on Jalen Hurts and you know Jalen Hurts going to whatever. And I think they're two to one to win the division. The Cowboys, I think, are like one thirty to win the. Di- I would take the Eagles because hey, nobody ever repeats in that division. And you know, I, I, there just seems like there's a lot of winnable games, yeah. especially early. I they get the Cardinals. The, 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 those first four games, you know, two on road, two two at home, against teams that I think on paper you should probably beat: the Lions, the Vikings, the Commanders, and, and the Jaguars. Yeah, but but look, we say shit like this. No, I know. Then like the Vikings could come in here and Kirk Cousins could throw for four fifty, right? I'm just saying. And let's remember this. The Eagles aren't the greatest home team in the world. No, that's like, we true, always too. Look at it and say, oh, they're going to go 8-1 and at home. Or, well, I think they have nine home games this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they do. Okay. Now, what I always look at first is the division. I look at the division. Mm-hmm. I say, what are you going to do in the division? Are you going to go, you're going to win four games? You're going to win five games? You're going to win three games? I, I like The Giants are going to be better. Now, are the Giants going to be considerably better? I don't know. Washington is probably going to be better with Carson Wentz. Yeah. Whether we want to say that or not. And you know Carson Wentz is, you know, would take a lot of delight in beating the Eagles. The Cowboys, I, I you know, they seem they like could they take finish. a step back. Yeah, but they still have a better quarterback. Yeah, they do. I mean, so like if I could say right now the Eagles are going to go four and two in the division, I'd take that. And and then so you go from there. I mean, they shouldn't lose to the Lions. I mean, guy, can you imagine if they go to Detroit in Week One and lose? I wouldn't I mean, be really? good. Would at, at Jacksonville, 
I, I mean, I know Jacksonville's got a new coach. and, and Oh, yeah, it's I mean, Doug. It's Doug's return. But that's right. God, oh, my God, I forgot. Oh, my God, Jesus. Could, oh, oh, my God. They could lose. Hey, how about this? <clears throat> they lose to Doug and Wentz back-to-back weeks. Oh, my God. Three and four, right? Yep. I mean, a lot of things, you know, but they get the Cardinals when the Cardinal wide receiver's still out, um, you know, which isn't a bad thing. You know, do you want to go to Dallas on New Year on Christmas Eve? I mean, and I don't know. You I'm, know assuming that, I'm assuming that game will mean something at that point. I mean, I'm assuming. By, by the way, it's also division. the late. It's also the late Christmas Eve game. It's do the four twenty five game. What time? What time would the late game start? Four twenty five. Okay, well, that's not horrible. I'm not sure uh, there's a night game that week. There can't be a night game on Christmas Eve. That is the night game, I would think. Well, there's three think? Christmas Day games. Yeah, but I'm saying I don't think there's um Okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> ah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you, you, go ahead and say right, I, no, I, let's, no, wrap, no. let's wrap this up before I say something stupid. Let's no, no, I, like you're you're no, you're no. not a fan of Christmas Day. Oh no, 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 no. I love Christmas Day. No, what I'm saying is I don't think there's going to be a game at Christmas Eve like at eight thirty. That's why I'm checking that now. No, I, I just can't see that. But that that you know. So oh, hold on, hold on here. I don't mind Christmas Day games. No, Christmas. I'll watch football on Christmas Day. I I have no problem. With hey, that. Uh, Mike. Yeah. There is a Christmas Eve evening game. Well, that's stupid. But that's again, somebody will watch it. People eight fifteen Christmas Eve Raiders at Steelers. There you go. Okay. On, on NFL Network. Okay. Well, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. I, I, I've, I've said too much. Uh, Let's go. All right. Fine. Well, there is one more question on this. I do want to ask you. Okay. Um, their road trips. I actually was hoping Chicago would be in October or November, and I could pair it with an Notre Dame weekend. Yeah, but you're not. But we're not on a week before Christmas. Arizona is probably the the most appealing. Yeah, that's the one everybody's going to go to. And Indianapolis the week before Thanksgiving is another one. So that doesn't do anything for me. Okay, not uh, the week before Thanksgiving. No, no, uh, not Thanksgiving week, but the week before. Um, and, and Indianapolis does not. If Final Four in Indianapolis, yeah, a game against the Indies, no. Uh, hey, Frank Reich. Anyway, uh, finally, let let me get your thoughts on uh, Ray Diddy. Um, look, who's been a friend to all of us. He's 75 years old. God uh-huh. bless him. Let him go. <laughs> no, I'm saying he's. I what, didn't what, what, say that he had to stay. I'm just, you know. Yeah, but I'm not going to, like, he won't want me to make it sound like he died or something. I mean, he had a great, 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 great career. And it's 75 and he doesn't look, but God bless him. Go enjoy life. Uh, you know, I feel the same way I do about, like, Angelo leaving. You know, go go enjoy life while you can. I'm, and I'm in some part of me almost thinks, you know, that he lasted this long. And I know he's probably thought about it. I mean, it's 75 is 75, man. Go enjoy your wife and your grandkids and your children. And, and uh, I do know this, though. I'll leave you with this thought. Watching postgame live will not be the same. Oh, no, absolutely not. Because I'm the, the copious and that's notes. And that's the bigger, like, I'm sure Glenn on Saturday and Sunday will find a good partner. To replace, yeah. to replace, you know, not it won't be the same. No, but Glenn and Ray, there'll be another partner in there who'll be pretty good. Yeah, I worry about who's going to fill Ray's chair in post game live. I do. Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about it because if I, if I don't like who it is, I just won't watch. Um, 
But the reason I, I think the reason a lot of people watch, and I'm not knocking Seth or I'm not watching knocking Michael or Barrett. I, I don't mean it that way. But I think a lot of reasons right. people watch was because of Ray. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, you know, uh, you're right. I mean, you know, and obviously we're going to have Ray on here. So, you know, we're, but think about this year, Mike Gardner, Cataldi, Ray, Hurricane Schwartz is retiring. Somebody yeah, else retired too. Um, time, time moves on, Kevin. Yeah, I know. It's, just, it, you know, it just so happens that they're all doing it in the same time frame. but you know, it's, um, you know, it had, I mean, look, it had to happen at some point. So it's, you know, like I said, I just wish them all well. I, I enjoy your life. Go, you know, you know. I'm, like I said, Ray could have left ten years ago, and and and, Jay, and, and obviously Jay Wright. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think I don't think Jay's gone. I think you'll see Jay. Ooh. Uh, no, on TV or something. Oh. I mean, like, yeah. I don't think Jay's. Uh, you know, I think Ray. You you might. I mean, I'm sure Ray will get called up to maybe do a guest shot here or there. And, Knowing Ray, he'll do it. But but I think what Ray has to do is do it cold turkey, because if he's going to go on everybody's radio show every week to talk, then that's not really being retired. No, know? it's not. No. So we'll, we'll see. Because, but I think it sounds like his mind's made up. I mean, it sounds like he's, you know, given this a lot of thought, and you know, this is what. And I think it's the. I think it's a great decision. And to all those guys, the standing the standing thing has been. We have a microphone open here if you would like to join us once in a while to, to yeah, say anything. Sure. <laughs> that that didn't sound convincing, there, Mike. Kevin, it, it's it's I'm I'm not. They those guys can come on anytime they want. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's it's an open forum. <laughs> um. All right. So you're playing golf this week, huh? Next week. Next. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. This is Friday, so I'm assuming. Is, yeah. Coming. Week. Yeah. I lose track of time. The uh, as we hit uh, the, we're hitting summer. It, it, you can see it coming. It's it's pretty good. My favorite time of the year. Twelve twelve school days left. So there you go. All right, Mister Kern. I appreciate okay. it, man. Be good. You you be good, and let's go Phillies. <laughs> that's the that's the only that's the only thing left in town, sir. Well. So, yeah, until yeah, until uh, August or July or whenever yeah. people start getting geeked out about the Eagles. Yep, or Flyers draft talk. No, no, that won't happen. <laughs> All right, Mike. I'll and say I will like. make sure it doesn't happen. All right, Mike. I'll see you later. Okay, babe. All you right. be good. All right. Thanks to you for joining us. Ooh, let me use the ent- the exit music. Thanks to you for joining us. I'll get it right. This has been we're gonna be. You went uptown riding in your limousine with your fine park.